Hey guys, Jason Davis here. Uh, with everything that's going on out there in culture, in the school system, especially the public school system, right? And drag shows and everything in between, our kids are under attack daily. And that's why I wanted to tell you today about the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins is really, it's the only books uh, that I know of for kids that really help them develop critical thinking skills about real world concepts, economies, finance, government, freedom, liberty, the free market, how to be self-reliant and outside the system. Right now, we just all have to recognize the world's full of companies and people and politicians that want to expose and influence our kids and in ideas that we don't support. And so that includes school teachers, unfortunately. So Tuttle Twins empowers parents. I encourage you to check them out at TuttleTwins.com or if you go to my website at DontTreadOnLiberty.com and go to Freedom Partners under Tuttle Twins, there is a special offer for you. So DontTreadOnLiberty.com under Freedom Partners. Check out the Tuttle Twins and we do have a special offer for you. Well, let's get back to the show. I hope you enjoy this week. God bless. Fighting back against the left's nonstop attacks on liberty, freedom, and America. America. This is Don't Tread on Liberty. Jason Davis is on the air. Hey, welcome back to Don't Tread on Liberty. Thanks for being here. Jason Davis back. Uh, another interesting conversation this week. And of course, we've talked in the past about, you know, the woke uh, agenda and uh, some of the transgender ideologies that are going around and especially in our school systems. But we're going to really focus in on that today in detail um, with my guest. Uh, my guest today is a former professional baseball player. He's pro-American, pro-patriot, pro-masculine, and all around a great guy. He's also the founder of the WarriorMBS.com uh, project. Jeremy Sladen is here. Thank you for being here. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. It's glad, happy to be on your show and uh, look forward to the conversation. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Um, you've been very outspoken about the woke agenda and everything that comes with that. And I want to walk through because they're actually attacking us on several different fronts um, through that same base camp, I would say. Um, but first, let's let's talk about this transgender ideology that they're pushing and and really openly in the public school system and, and all around. Um, I mean, and we all know that one of communists main tenets is to destroy the nuclear family. And of course, this is a good way to kind of do that. But what, I mean, what is going on with this transgender stuff and why are so many people buying into it? Yeah. yeah there, well, there's many reasons. The original, the, the first reason would be a spiritual one. Um, the, Satan wants to subvert the natural order that God designed. Um, he makes it look attract. Now it may not look attractive to you or me, but there's a lot of people out there that are lost and seeking something to make them feel good or make them feel popular. Um, so it's got some popularity right now to, uh, if you're going to buy into that kind of thing, um, all the while they're saying they're so oppressed, but yeah, the, the spiritual root is Satan working to subvert, pervert, and destroy gender marriage in the nuclear family. Um, and then you get into, okay, what's the nuts and bolts reasons? And I would argue, like you said, uh, communist, one of its core tenets is to subvert uh, the nuclear family because that weakens society. And one of the ways to weaken uh, the nuclear family is to attack men, to go after men, to marginalize them, especially if they have strength, if they've got intellectual strength and they can speak out 
um, against a totalitarian style takeover. You can look throughout history and see all of those regimes try to take out strong men first, because if you if you get rid of that, you get rid of the family. Oftentimes people have to rely on government. And what does communism or fascism want more than anything else? A large group of emasculated people that that have to rely on government. So um, it's replacing God with the state. And as weird as it is, the transgender agenda is a part of that. Yeah. And you I mean, so there's so many things right there that you just said. So I want to dive into each of those um, items. So first, you mentioned Christianity. And of course, they're trying to subvert and perverse uh, God's design. And they're attacking they're attacking Christians all over the world. Um, you know, many of them are being executed and, uh, yes. you know, and of course in the United States, they are completely trying to marginalize Christians now, um, which is one place that we never thought we'd see that. So what, um, you know, they're obviously doing that for that purpose that you mentioned Satan is trying to do that. It's a full on attack against God. Um, yes. why do you think that so many mainstream Christian churches are not standing up against this. I think they were lulled to sleep over decades. Um, kind of like you said, and, and I, I actually don't fully agree, but I, I think we do. But when you said we never thought it would happen here, there were many, many shouting the warning cry of what was coming uh, for a long time in this country, both in government, out of government, your common person that, that knew history and knew how communist uh, takeovers happen. Um, and every time, communism is involved they always go after christians christianity is a traditional bulwark against communism uh the system the two systems don't work because one uh legalizes stealing basically it's like whatever's yours should be his because we've got to make all things equal mm -hmm. and it actually always ends up where nothing's equal at all um, and i may be getting away from your original question here so do you, can you remind me real quick on what, what your question was? I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm curious your take on why so many mainstream Christian churches are for the most part silent mm -hmm. or even welcoming of this idea. I mean, yeah, you have a that lot of these mainstream evangelical churches, you know, these, these big popular mega churches and, you know, they play the rock music and, you know, they're trying to, yes. to draw everybody in with these topical preachings and, you know, very rarely will study through a book of the Bible. But um, what they do is they, they have these ideologies like, you know, we're for everyone or yes, we welcome all because Jesus loves all. And, yeah. you know, they, they fail to speak out about what, this uh how dangerous this uh perversion is and what an affront to god this is and they act like they act like somehow jesus would be on board with this yeah well it's 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 unbelievable they're able to get away with it but it's kind of an easy sell it's the same way the democratic party can say black you know black lives matter well on its face everybody's going to agree with that but you have to look deeper. Um, are they saying that other lives don't matter? You know, are, do, do, do the places promoting the Black Lives Matter agenda actually make black lives better or do they just give them something to shout about for a little while? Um, so it's that same reason that the Democratic Party can get away with those catchphrases, those one liners that sound so good is the same reason the church is buying into a lot of it because we became very comfortable for a long time. I mentioned we were lulled to sleep in the church. We were comfortable in America 
uh, on financial financially and, and and on many other fronts and standing up for faith standing up for truth became something that we rarely had to do um, and then you've got an onslaught of pastors where the size of their uh, business basically became more important than the truth that was spoken. Um, so that's kind of a perfect storm when you've got people that don't know how to stand up for truth anymore. Pastors who are buying into these agendas because it sounds good. It feels good. Um, and also you get more support. You're not going to your 501c3 status isn't going to come under attack if you're if you're towing the uh, the government lines. So I think for multiple reasons, you, you, we have a church that has become very weak, very soft uh, in standing up. And it, and it does seem like the bigger the church is, the more likely they are to fall away. Kind of like Jesus said, um, it's harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom that, than it is to go through the, than for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. I think it's very similar. It's like the larger the church is, the more opinions that, that the, the leadership in the church seems to be worried about, the less likely they are to just tell it like it is just preach the gospel, tell the truth. And Jesus throughout scripture, when it talked about Jesus love, it often, the Bible often says he came to them with truth and love. It sandwiches those two concepts together, truth and love. So without truth, it's actually a false love because you aren't really, first of all, speaking the truth. And, and also, if you're not telling people the truth, you're just loving them. Um, you, 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 it's almost like a parent that's giving a child whatever they want just because that's the easy thing to do. Well, that spoils a child. It's actually not loving them. A good parent w is willing to discipline a child. So truth and love combined make you better at both. Yeah, and I think you nailed it a lot of these churches have become businesses and it's more about the bottom line for them, or as you say, their foul, or their, or their, or their tax exempt status or, or what have you, but it's really sad. And if these, if these churches don't uh, wake up quick, I mean, we're going to be in big trouble. Um, well, and they got, they have to be exposed as well. I'll, I'll add one more note to that. So a lot of the churches um, are, are funded by shell organizations that say George Soros is behind. Um, there's the, like, for instance, I'll give you an example, the evangelical immigration table, which many Southern Baptist leaders, um, were a part of, it was a George Soros funded operation sure. wrapped up in this, this bow that said, Oh, we're all about helping the immigrant, helping the needy. But really it was more of just an open borders agenda, sort of a thing. And you had people like Russell Moore, if you know who that is, that were heavily involved with it. Um, Soros funds many seminaries, whether you yes. believe that or not, because he wants to fund progressive thinking uh, groups that are going to be mm -hmm. kind of confusing biblical scripture with these worldly ideas and really befuddling the minds of the common uh, common person that doesn't really know how to discern. Yes, you're correct. Uh, Marxists have completely infiltrated the churches and even the seminaries. And if you, if anybody wants to know more about that, they can watch the documentary. It's called Enemies Within the Church. I, I highly recommend that. But yes, it goes and so, into. And all I learned a lot of this from from Trevor Loudon, by the way, the the director mm -hmm. producer. He's in, he was involved yep. with that. And uh, yeah, that's why I said we have to expose it because a lot of people they just don't know. They walk into these churches, they think they're getting the gospel. Uh, because there's, you know, a supposed expert on stage, the pastor, but that pastor may have been trained since the seventies in Marxism. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I just think it's really sad. Um, and it's just like anything else, right? Like people are not looking into their churches, just like they're not looking into their political candidates or they're not looking into what their government is doing. 
behind the yes. scenes. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's all of the same. Um, you just have a bunch of, you know, th- our society has become very, you know, laissez-faire and lazy about uh, holding people in power accountable to anything. Holding people, yes, and and people being able now to even do their own research is few and far between. It's 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 very similar to what happened in 2020 with the, all the medical institutions. What were we told by the government and the, the the colleges and everybody else that we were told trust the experts, trust Anthony Fauci. So a lot of people just did that, right? That, uh, but the people that were willing to dig and do the research, and it takes some work to do that because you've got the major beacons of society trying to keep that information from you. But man, if you do the research and you realize who's really pulling the levers behind the scenes, you ain't going to take that vaccine. You know, <laughs> so um, I'm just using that as an example. I think the same thing's going on uh, with the church. They, they want to give us religious leaders and say, Tru- just trust them, whatever they say. Versus go home and actually read your Bible from a historical perspective, look into it yourself so that you can have your own discernment. That's right. And the final point on churches, uh, if, if you still don't believe what we're saying here, people, just look at what happened in 2020 when COVID came. I mean, by and large, most all churches closed their doors and didn't even ask a question about it. I mean, there was a few, there was a few John MacArthur and some others that, that pushed back and have won every court case on it. But none of these churches would take a stand even to defend their own ability to stay open. It's, so, it's incredibly sad. Yeah. You're on the money. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that tells you all you need to know. Now, the next point that you mentioned was masculinity, which has been under attack for quite some time. Yeah. Um, and they just continue to ramp it up. So they want to destroy masculinity and feminize men. You say why? Well, I, I think again, it goes back to control. Um, anytime you can have a, a population that's emasculated, gelded, um, not willing to stand up, they're they're far easier to control because men and strong men have been a natural uh, a natural bulwark against tyranny. Um, over and over and over again throughout society. So if you've got a tyrannical group that wants to take over, they want to do it unopposed. So that's the reason traditional masculinity is under attack at every turn. And by taking away strongmen, you're also hurting the family. And again, if you break down the family, then the people, the women, the children, they need the government. And I would say, and this, this ties together another issue, the black community in America has actually, I think, been the model It's not something that Democrats ever want to fix or the progressive globalists ever want to fix. They want to use that as a model for all of society. Let's weaken them. Let's break down their family. Let's get them having abortions so we can control the size of the group as well. Um, But this large group of people will be reliant on us and they will vote for us because they don't know any better and they don't know how to do their own research. Um, that, That and honestly, it's why you have the black community voting themselves into their own problem generation after generation ever since Lyndon B. Johnson, pretty much. So um, I think that 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 is the reason they want to get rid of of masculinity uh, in, 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 a, in, a, in a traditional sense. So drive everybody, the entire society onto corporate government welfare, right? 100%. Yep. Yeah. And get us reliant on the progressive or progressive reliance on the state is what they want because ultimately these 
these people, their God is themselves and their God is the state because there's not a transcendent God for them that's looking down and, you know, judging us based on what we uh, do or don't do right or wrong. They they want to make the rules. And that goes to the transgender thing. It's like, okay, we don't have genders. We don't have sex, sexes. We get to make our own rules. Yeah, now there's a lot going on, and I really want to get into this uh, very on a very deep level with you with this transgender stuff. There's a lot going on with this that people don't realize. This is all, it's not just the destruction of, of you know, God's design here. It's not as simple as that. I mean, they're trying to eliminate these natural lines because, you know, the big plan down the road is for this transhumanist stuff, right? Yes. Like Elon Musk just came out the other day and said that his brain chip is ready to be implanted in people's heads. This guy wants to connect everybody to the World Wide web and and what he himself says to identify or validate every human on the planet. What does that mean? You know, I, I let me say one thing about about Elon Musk first. It's scary because right now the left, you know, hates him or whatever because of his his free speech moves on Twitter, which I, I applaud he's a, that. Yeah, he's. I'm just going to interrupt for a second. He's a yeah, psyop. yeah. Go ahead. He's a psyop. You know, I I that's where I was going. I was going to say you've got a guy like him doing that, winning over a massive, uh, you know, right wing conservative population because of the free speech stuff. But on the other hand, he is a graduate of the World Economic Forum Young Leaders Program. That's right. Um, he is the tip of the spear, or at least his company is, in terms of the Neuralink technology to bring along transhumanism. Um, you know, that's one of the probably the it's the only company that I could point to that says like they're the closest to actually implanting a chip into the the brain. There may be others out there. Um, so you, when when you've got the progressive left trying to kill free speech, and you got this hero right now on the on the right that in firm, in terms of free speech, getting everybody on board with him, and then he's going to drop this transhumanism Neuralink chip bomb on everybody. I, I really see it as a psyop like you. It's 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 amazing that 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 they're able to pull this off. Yeah. So let's connect the dots. You said it yourself. He's a graduate of the World Economic Forum Young Leaders, which is you know the organization that's trying to create this what they call the Great Reset, which is essentially everybody's a slave or dead. Um, and you know, and then he's the one that's developing the Neuralink technology that. Uh, Yolo Yolo Harari, that is yeah. Klaus Schwab's right hand man over there at the World Spiritual Economic Advisor Forum. for the World Economic Forum. Yeah, he's the guy that says everybody's going to be connected and uh, to the web, and they'll be able to be controlled that way. And then yes. here you have, and then here you have Musk, a graduate of the same place, developing the technology to do exactly what he just said to basically extinguish your freedom or your life or both. And everybody likes Musk. He's a good guy now. Yeah. <laughs> you said it all, man. I mean, it's that's why I'm afraid of it, because I think a lot more people will buy into that technology now because they really like him. They trust him. They're like, well, hey, he's a free speech guy now. You know, maybe mm. he's even a Christian. You know, <laughs> mm. I've heard a lot of people say that recently. And hey, I I hope uh, very strongly that he finds the Lord. But uh, you know, I got to look at a person's history. I got to look at what they actually say. And I applaud him on the free speech stuff. But I also see how that is being used as a tool to be a psychological operation to gain trust 
from a large segment of population that the progressive left globalists do not have the trust of right now. But he's kind of a key to that to unlocking that door. Yeah. And what's even funny is the whole argument, this free speech stuff that he's he's pushing. I mean, he says that, but then there's millions of people that still are banned on Twitter because they said something he didn't like. So, you know, I mean, and you got to look, he he also met with the anti-defamation leagues and all the, you know, the, the, the Jewish lobbies. And then Kanye comes out and said what he said and Kanye's gone, you know. Uh, so it's not it's not truly free speech. Exactly. So, again, he's not really doing what he says, but he's somehow winning all these people over anyway. Now, this transgender yeah. stuff where it re- where I really I mean, I don't know how else to say this, but I mean, this stuff is sick. Do you see what they're doing with these little kids? I mean, they got these uh, drag shows and in schools for these little kids. I mean, they're, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old. With these drag shows. I mean, this is, you know, like as a former law enforcement guy, this is this stuff we used to go arrest people for. I mean, what is going on? What's going on here? This is child abuse. Yeah, well, it's it's going on because the globalists at the top, again, they they want they want this to happen. They want a society that is um, confused, weak, emasculated. Uh, because they're they're easier to to control, and you can see the Biden administration now openly flaunts these things. I'll I'll give you a quick example of how bad it is um, before I talk about what I think my solutions are, uh, or I think the, not, should not even mind just what might work or where to start. So you know Kirk Cameron, the the Christian uh, filmmaker, I, I do. So he came out he came out with a children's book, okay, and it's 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 Christian, you know, as as you would as you would think. Well, fifty of the biggest public libraries in America are banning that book and banning him from coming and doing a story hour to read that book to young children. Okay. The same 50 libraries are hosting those drag queen story hours for kids. And these are public, you know, government funded libraries. So yep. that's how bad it is. People say we're founded, you know, we're founded as a Christian nation. And I believe that. Uh, but now we're at a point where we're banning someone because of their Christian worldview from reading a storybook and allowing these the sick men who are, you know, cross-dressing and everything else to come in and openly flaunt their sexuality in front of kids in public libraries. So it's bad. And I think we have to acknowledge that, you know, and, and I know the, the the viewers on your show do acknowledge it. They do. They're aware. They're smart. But more and more people that are kind of in the mainstream don't know these things. So we need to be sharing these stories. We need to be sharing interviews like this one and the other ones you do so that the mainstream mainstream Christians especially can wake up and join in this fight because a lot of them just don't know. They're not aware. They're still watching their videos on YouTube and you know turning on CNN at night and then a little bit of Fox News thinking that's the balanced approach. Yeah. Yeah, right. Fox News is as left as they come. So- so what I mean, again, this stuff is so sick with these kids. And and you're absolutely right, Jeremy. I mean, however bad you think it is, I promise you it's much worse. I mean, I'll give you one example of how much worse it is. Uh, you probably have heard the name Carrie Lake recently, right? In the news, um, who just sure. who who just got the election stolen from her again, even though we all warned her about this for the last year. She did nothing yep. to help us fix the voting problem in Arizona. But that aside, she, you know, we have the videos of her having drag shows at her house with little kids present. So, I mean, this this stuff and, and this is the MAGA hero, right? 
Like she's probably going to be Trump's VP pick. That's what this all was set up for. Now, I mean, this is how bad this stuff is. And it's sick. I mean, I don't understand why all these people aren't in handcuffs. It's absolutely disgraceful. Um, yeah, well, the the news on Carrie Lake, I can't speak to because I, I didn't know that, actually. Um, so that's news to me. I want to look that up. Yeah, well, I can send you the videos if you want. But this was uh, this was, you know, a while back. But we had we've yeah. had all this intel on her for a long time. But, you know, the thing is, is that and there's other stuff about her I could share with you offline if you want. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it, believe me, it's much worse than what people see. And what we see is abominable uh so here's the big question what's our role as men to do something about this and what can we do specifically yeah well the the forces arrayed against us are pretty pretty darn serious as we've already talked about and the amount of issues out there can be overwhelming so i think number one we have to put our set our sights back on what we can control um, so for me, like my, my program, warrior, mind, body, and soul, let's get our heads clear. Let's get our, our, let's get back in physical shape again. Cause I think that's an entry point to clearing your mind and to opening yourself up spiritually to hear from God again. Um, and so let's, let's get ourselves healthy. Let's, let's be healthy. Let's get our communities. Then our, our, sorry, next would be family. Let's make sure that our own house is in order and our family, um, understands what going is going on in the world, but that our family also, um, is, is grounded spiritually and, uh, you know, mentally has their head clear. And then from there we can continue to branch out and then we can get involved in our local community, the school boards. Um, cause you and I can rant and rave about, uh, what's going on nationally, globally. And, and again, I'm not poo pooing that. I think we need to know definitely. Cause we have to understand the, the trickle down and where it's coming from. But the only way we can affect it is from the bottom up and from our local communities and being strong. And this whole conversation started out with me saying they want a weak culture. They want us to not be able to think for ourselves, to rely on other people to be the experts. Well, that, you know, if you want to push back at all, we have to stop doing that. So um, my personal program is, is for men, the warrior mind, body and soul. Um, that's a starting point. It's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a competition, um, as well as a, uh, a place to get encouraged and to get back in shape and do all those things I was talking about. Um, but then once, once you have that strength as a man again, and you're leading your family, well, I do think we need to plug in politically, culturally at our workplaces and stop whispering the truth and begin to speak it out loud and be ready to sacrifice for that. Because it's, it's, we're just, we're not at the place now where we can make a change without a personal cost to ourselves. You will be not only, uh, verbally attacked for it from time to time, maybe within your own family. Um, but you will also maybe take some hits at work. You may, you may even lose your job, but by more and more people doing that, it's giving other people permission to be courageous as well and to step up and speak up and show up. Um, so I, I know that's a kind of a 10,000 foot level and I'm not giving big specifics. And there's a reason for that. Everybody is placed, um, uniquely where God has them in this world with their own set of skills their own uh, issues they've got to face in their part of the country. So it's going to look a little bit different for everybody, but you have to start with yourself and and begin saying, you know what, I'm going to take care of the things that I can control my mind, my body, my soul, my family. And then I'm going to worry about my local community. Good advice always. So you mentioned it there. Um, 
in that information that you're giving, uh, warriormbs.com. Tell me all about that. How'd you get, how'd you start it? Why'd you start it? And what's it all about? Yeah, no, thank you. Great question. It, it, well, it started because I was overwhelmed. I had launched a, a podcast, you know, J Slay USA. You can find me on Rumble, J S L A Y USA channel on Rumble. Um, and I was interviewing some experts and, and, you know, leaders in their fields, especially if they were freedom fighters and they, if they were courageous. And part of that is I was getting more and more educated, but I was also learning how big these problems were. And I was also seeing the people, uh, you know, kind of the sheep in the middle that weren't waking up. And I was just like, how do people not see it by now? So I felt very frustrated. Now we're talking, we're talking about a year ago at this point, I felt like I was beating my head against the wall, honestly. So I went out one night, took a, took a nighttime walk in my neighborhood and I was praying about it. And I felt like the Lord told me clearly, Jeremy, you are a coach. You've been, a, you, you've been an athlete. You've been in, you've been coached yourself and you've been a coach. You need to coach men on getting back in shape, uh, get, get their physical fitness, you know, under control, get their heads mentally clear because I've, I've battled addiction in my life. I understand what brain fog looks like. Um, and, and all that comes with that and relying on chemicals to get you through rather than relying on natural sleep patterns, nat getting out and breathing fresh air, doing physical exercise, those things that naturally can clear our heads and get us also in line with God, rather than relying on chemicals that have a big spike in energy and then a big crash and can lead into a whole world of problems. Um, and, and then the spiritual foundation, being a Christian myself, uh, I know how important that is for Christian men, especially to stop being isolated, get together in groups with like-minded guys where you don't feel tension in the room about what you may or may not say so that we can speak our mind, have some fun, get in competition. Um, so there's a meal plan. There's a workout plan that's customized for each guy. There are spiritual special operations that the guys can pick from every week to help them get out of the box and do something fun, different, and that they have to actually report on back to their little small team and say, here's what I learned from this. Here's something that, you know, th that I gained from it. Um, and all of this is based on a point system. So I keep mentioning the word competition. It is a 60 day competition uh, where I've got all the, the big group is the big team, but I've got them broken down into small teams where they get to know each other a lot better and they're competing against all the other uh, guys. Uh, oh, sorry, all the other small teams and there's, there's awards in it. Um, but we, and we have a leaderboard every week. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're right smack in the middle of a, of a round right now. The next round begins right after the new year and we've got a Christmas special running right now. So if you're looking to get back in shape or you're looking to clear your head or you, your husband, maybe uh, it'd be a great gift for him to get back in shape and do it in a fun way. Uh, take a look at it. WarriorMBS.com. That sounds awesome. WarriorMBS.com. And then on rumble Jay Slay, right? J Slay USA is the channel. I also have a, a couple other small channels, but that's the main one. Go to J S L A Y USA. And that's where, you know, I give my cultural commentating. I have guests and we also do some deep dives on, on conspiracy uh, truths rather than theories. <laughs> that's my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, All right. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring one thing up real quick. We, you know, a lot of this is, is depopulation as well. That's right. Um, a lot of these agendas come from that. And throughout history, any the totalitarian takeover minded people to today always slide in depopulation, right? So right. my personal thought is that the Georgia Guidestones that were blown up and quickly, mm -hmm. you know, removed by the local authorities, 
I think that it was the globalists that did that or the secret societies, the people that originally put that up. I think they did it. They took it down. The reason I think that, and you may know more, more about it than me, I believe they took it down because it had become too obvious. I mean, those, that line in there that said, you know, in a future age of reason, there needs to be a population of 500 million people on the planet. I just think it lined up too much with everything that they're trying to do. And they said, it's time for that to come down. Almost the way that the World Economic Forum took down Vladimir Putin's webpage a few months back quietly, they just removed it. We don't want the world to know that he was also a member and, and a graduate of our you know, young global leaders. I think it's the same thing with those guidestones. It was just becoming too obvious. And you know, you could be definitely right about that, but I think everybody should go look up the uh, WEF graduate page. I mean, you find all kinds of people on there, like, you know, the governor of Texas is on there and a whole bunch of other people that you might yeah. find interesting. So you got to go look that up. Um, so that's very interesting. Uh, I love it. Jeremy. Just a side take, just a side take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, side take. Jeremy, I love the conversation. We're going to have to have you back and talk more about this, but uh, pro-American patriot, pro-constitutionalist, Christian founder of mbs.com, Jeremy Sladen. Thank you for being here. Thank you, sir. Great being on you with you on your show. Thanks for listening to Don't Tread on Liberty with Jason Davis. Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite platform. For more Liberty news, check out www.donttreadonliberty.com and subscribe to the blog or join the conversation. 